Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Straight to DVD. We're here once again. It's not Sunday. It is Sunday. It's not Monday. It's Sunday. And it's not a movie. It's a TV show. We're joined by both Sean's once again. We got Banana. We got Cats. We're talking the latest craze on Netflix, Stranger Things Volume, Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Who the fuck knows what it's called anymore? <laughs> We're here. We're back. We're talking about the show. It's the hottest fucking thing. Gents, welcome back. Raph, good to see you again. Hello. How you doing? How you doing? What's up, Sean's? Hey, dog. Welcome back. Hashtag the duffer cut. <laughs> I want the I want the duffer cut. Is this the duffer cut? If, if there cannot be any footage that they left on the editing room floor when every episode was two and a half hours long. This is the least selective I've ever seen any showrunner be. This is the so first show that this is the first to... piece of media where people are going to campaign for an edited down version. <laughs> this is going to it's going to be hashtag the not duffer cut. So Mike and Nancy's mother had a very big role in season three. Yeah, where she tried to bang a sixteen-year-old kid, and then they just didn't didn't talk about that's that. That's right. That's right. But it's okay because he had a little bit of facial hair. No, so, Vecna's powers were controlling her brain. That's right. It all comes. Yes, it all comes back to Ve- to Vecna. It's, it's he was like hot poetry. though. Vecna was hot, or Billy? Billy? Both. Pre upside down Vecna or post upside down Vecna? Mid mid. Well, one's most. got tentacles. <laughs> Electric what those, Vecna. <laughs> what those tentacles do? Damn Vecna. <laughs> Vecna's kind of thick, low key. <laughs> I have to built. tell you, the, the I can see them adding Vecna to like WWE, the video game. <laughs> he, Mortal Kombat for sure. What's funny about mid mid Vecna and not like you know Fr OG on God Vecna, but like actual mid Vecna when he's transforming and getting hit by lightning, he he looks like a, a video game character. That's the for the budget they have and the amazing CGI for some of it when he's floating in the air getting struck by lightning and he's morphing. He, it's the worst CGI I've ever. I, which is funny because I thought the episode where he's walking around before he's full. I think it was in the last episode where he's walking around. Uh, spoilers, by the way, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if you haven't watched Stranger Things, with spoilers. What are you about, doing here? Fuck off. Yeah, why are you here? Uh, <laughs> even if you have watched it, what are you doing here anyway? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like when he's walking around, I thought some of the practical makeup and stuff they had on him. That was pretty good. Most of uh, Vecna is practical. The right. only CGI on him is they remove his nose because the actor, they weren't going to, you know. Uh, and Is it the same actor? Yeah. It yeah. is, yes. Interesting. And the, the, the vines on him are CGI. The guy who played what Anthony and Sweeney Todd. And Sweeney Todd, that's right. That's the only other thing I've seen him in. I knew he looked familiar. Yep. And then I was like, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. He played the demon barber? No. He played the the Fleet Street. Uh, So, (laughs) wait. Quick question. Is Sweeney Todd a demon barber or is he just an evil man that, like, demon barber is, like, hyperbolic? It's it's, uh, it's hyperbolic. As the the UK folks say, it's cheeky. Okay. Anyway. Uh, So, should we... (laughs) Should we do a little quick recap of where season four begins? Raph is shaking his head. No, no man. Um, um, I think we should just jump into it. 
Okay. Like, are we are we doing a full walkthrough of like the plot of it, or are we just listing pros and cons? No, right? no. Please, please, just let's just list <laughs> pros and cons. Let's start with just uh, let's start with just like general general thoughts on on the season and like break it up. Maybe volume one, volume two. Okay. If anyone wants to start first, I don't know. Three cats. Uh, sure. I'll give a pro and a con. Um, just one pro. <laughs> I think that um, the characters who play the actors, I don't know any of their names, but the kids who played Lucas and Will, I thought both gave really good performances. Um, I thought, because usually what happens in these shows, everybody knows that Gaten Matarzaro or whatever his name is, he's like a very good actor. And usually what happens is they just kick it to him at the end of the season to have like a scene where he emotes and cries and like tugs the heartstrings. And they do do that at the end of this one. But I thought the other kids got a chance to shine a little bit and actually do some acting, which I thought was nice. Uh, Con, the 80s jock Lynch gang was very weird. And it was a bizarre choice to have your one black protagonist join the Lynch gang. (laughs) I was very uncomfortable with that the whole volume one. I was just sitting there like. <laughs> You'd think so. the chief of police would uh, arrest <laughs> the children hunting other children. Like you, for like inciting a riot. And yeah, he would not allow a, a 16 year old kid to take over his his like news conference, conference for the give, entire town to give yeah. the worst speech of all time. <laughs> He and just, then what is he like yank started... a microphone or some shit? It's just yeah. like tell the kid and to shut his fucking mouth. Arrest him. Everyone gets up and they're like, Yeah, let's go, let's go be vigilantes and, and hunt let's down this hunt other children. 17-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. And the police chief just stands there and does nothing. But then the extent of riling up the entire town, it's just still the the children <laughs> as the lynch gang. There's yeah, the uh, one yeah. guy oh, with a yeah. beard who's like, What are y'all waiting for? And then that payoff is he sees Erica and then calls the witch king. <laughs> and then calls a child to come with a magnum. Yeah, dude. And threaten another child. Also, 17-year-old kids can... 17-year-old kids in Hawkins can buy guns. They were like... There's like an 11-year-old girl pushing a cart in a gun Hell store. Yeah, and everyone's how, like, yeah, it's chill. How did they, they yeah, never brother. go into how Nancy affords... Nancy's just like yeah. we need to buy a bunch of guns. They like, don't have they don't have jobs. They all talk about like they don't have money. No, I'm dude, like, I got... she was the she was the editor for the school paper. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Were they sponsored by the NRA? <laughs> Who is probably is funding this. <laughs> the whole Stranger Things is just an NRA commercial. Yeah. Also, I know I'm jumping around here, but that guy grabbing the barrel of the shotgun and like threatening her in the gun store. Never, never would that fly in a gun store to walk up to somebody, snatch the barrel of their gun and start threatening them. It's insane. After actively saying that you're going to hunt down a person and kill him. (laughs) What's the purpose for buying this weapon today? Oh, I'm actually Um, hunting a human being. Murder one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sir, I'd like to buy a shotgun, a saw, uh, and three Molotovs, please. <laughs> Beefing up the old. Also, whatever my whatever my eleven year old friend is ass. is pushing around in her cart. Yeah, this is Erica. She's eleven years shotgun, old. Shotgun, uh, rifle, three grenades, napalm. Also, <laughs> That's a war like, crime. also whatever Steve has. 
<laughs> like, uh, like, so it wasn't an issue to buy the shotgun, right? So, like, she has a shotgun, and then some of them are making spears and shields. Just buy more guns. <laughs> well, Eddie is poor. That's true, yes. They so, could only afford one gun. The school paper <laughs> income yeah. is, is only enough. Nancy, Nancy's, Nancy and Steve are from rich families, and, and uh, Robin has a job, so they can buy guns. But Eddie and and uh, and Dustin are poor, so Here, here's they've the got thing. hockey okay. sticks and like a rusty spearhead. Here's the thing that really fucking pisses me off. Here we go. This whole this whole subplot of the cops don't believe us, our parents don't believe us, the Lynch gang <laughs> wants to kill us. Be like, look, look, look. I know it sounds fucking crazy, the entire town, but. Come with us to the trailer where Chrissy is murdered. Look up. <laughs> Here's a portal into another. Just look up. It's right there. It literally explains everything. It's going to be hard to believe. We're not fucking crazy. There's a demon psychic in there. <laughs> Just look up. That's all they had to do. That's all they yeah, had. But to Adam do. Adam McKay said, "Don't look up." That's right. That's true. That's and it I also released on Netflix. Now. Com- companion yeah. piece. Yeah. yeah. Wake up. It's all t- <laughs> Thanks, McKay. It's all intertwined. Yeah. Um. Anything else? <laughs> no, I think that about wraps it up. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered all all of season four of Stranger Things. Um. Yeah. It does feel like, um, to a certain degree, Stranger Things is absurdly formulaic. Um, that's a critique that Marvel gets a lot, but there's that. Um, Introduce a new character that everybody loves. Murder them uh, for emotional impact and leave the core group. I'm actually shocked Robin didn't get killed in season three. Um, you can't you can't kill a lesbian, dude. That is true. That's a good. She point. also has famous parents. Yeah, that's also true. She uh, looks. I was amazed. Sorry for this weird sidetrack, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. She looks exactly like both of her parents all the time at the same time, and I don't understand it. It's so bizarre. They should have hired Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman to play Robin. (laughs) She's got the Uma Thurman eyes. And they just switch every other scene. Ethan Hawke, everything else. Yeah. No, she. I. Steve Harrington's still the best, I think. Yeah, I agree. I love Joe Curie. What? Should we go see? Can we go see his band? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, he's a band and they tour, and people Ooh. apparently just stand in the crowd and go, Steve, <laughs> which uh, I'm sure is very fun for him. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he loves that. That pro- that sucks. That poor <laughs> guy. It sucks. But uh, uh, no, I love I love Joe Curie too. I think he's he's super charming. He's they're like definitely going to kill him in season five, right? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, it would be probably very emotionally impactful, but I kind of hope not. I'd rather they kill <clears throat> any of the other kids. They're also it, framing up. They're framing up Steve wow. to be this like doesn't really like. This is his life's purpose is like helping these kids like solve this, like fix this thing. Like and also oh, being like, into, and like with the whole like oh I really wanted to have a family. All their relationships and, I'm kind of lost in life. Like I feel like they're framing him up to be like that was why he was born was to was well, to fix the strangest thing. <laughs> The the whole thing is like in this season they're like he really grew up when Nancy broke up with him and like he became this mature guy. I'm like I don't know, maybe I haven't watched season one and two in a while, but like 
hasn't he always kind of been the only person who can get shit done and like the only in the first season person? he was I, I remember in the first he, season he was, he was the was dick like, he was in like the first a huge season. asshole yeah yeah he was supposed to be a dick which is when he was he really dick. cool yeah he was all he, was, he had good reason to be an asshole he was he <laughs> was a hot hair. kid in middle school what else <laughs> is he supposed to be He's supposed to be an asshole in, in middle school <laughs> Oh yeah, the, well speaking of, he beats the shit out of a demogorgon with a baseball bat in season 1 and then 12 Russian men can't even combat one in season oh. 4. Yeah, thank you for bringing oh, that wow. up. Oh wow, I didn't the even sword think of fight. That. The sword fight. I was in no. on that to be honest, TBH. It all I hated all the B and C plots in this show. The main plot I enjoyed. It was fun. <laughs> the sword fight. What, what? Well, that's actually a really good question. What is the main plot? Who is the main group of this season? I would say that the main group was the group in Hawkins, uh, going into the Upside Down, fighting Vecna, and all this shit. I think Eleven and the Stoners and their whole thing was just an excuse to not have her be there doing her scream and fixing things, which is the end of every single season. And I think Hopper's Russian thing was a, a cop out not to have actually killed him and B again, just to have the adults who could actually do something in the situation, not be where they needed to be. What you are describing is the biggest issue with the entirety of season four. You have a re whether it's good or not, you have a reason in some plot that the adults are not there. They're in Russia, whatever. Uh, the most powerful girl in the world is not there because she is, loses her powers and then she has to get them back or whatever. Breaks and she can't get she can't get a flight. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, <laughs> and so great. So the bulk of the cast doesn't have. Do, they don't have adults and they don't have a magic girl. So, and you set it up with volume two where it's like, oh, there's going to be casualties. Oh, what are they going to do? Our friends are in trouble. And then it doesn't fucking matter because she could just jump in a, a pizza crate with some some salt and be like, yeet, see you, Vecna, Avita Zane, see you, pal. And it's just like, oh, everybody's fine for the most part, except for the redhead who's now blind and, and brain dead. But she'll be back. She will be back. Oh yeah, I, I'm not buying for a second that they're actually. No, is she blind? Off. No, she's not blind. She's she was here. blind. Her eyes looked yeah. pretty blind. She That's said, "I point. can't, I she can't did. see, I can't feel anything." And I yeah, was like, they, "That's how I feel watching this." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they, use the they, other Metallica song then in the next season. They use the contact One. lenses on her eyes that Hollywood use when they uses when they want to imply that somebody's blind. <laughs> Those are the same ones that uh, Matt Murdock wears. It was funny though when like I kept waiting for her to get saved, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, okay, that's one leg." Oh, (laughs) 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 it was, but that was great. I was like, "Holy shit!" They're actually committing to killing a leading character on the show. That's great. This little girl's about to get yeeted. Yeah, and here I am eating my. My dill pickle chips being like, finally, some good fucking food. <laughs> Thank God. So this child is going to get brutally murdered on television. I'm While we're on the topic of horrible things happening to children, um, I want to jump back to before Eleven breaks that bitch's face with a roller skate. Um, the lead up to that, no jury would convict, right? Like, that was the most insane series of events 
they literally did a choreographed dance in a circle around her, making fun of her with the DJ in on it, playing like music, calling her a loser. And then they threw a milkshake in her face. <laughs> yeah, she's going to hit her in the face with a roller skate. If she had her power, she would have fucking split her in half. She would have killed I, that girl. With good reason. That's yeah. an insane thing to do. I, I know that like the show has the excuse like, oh, it was the 80s. Bullying was really bad in the 80s. People did not choreographed roller skate dances that didn't have any <laughs> ostracize people that i think you're dude, i think crazy. you i think you live in a bubble <laughs> have you ever been to a roller skate rink it happens <laughs> more often every than time <laughs> uh but that is a good point she had no idea she was going to be there and then they happen to have a mixtape they happen to have a plan everybody knew the choreography the dj knew when to put it on <laughs> So it was like, and then, and then oh, and then you guys read like, the script, and then he knew like when to when to cut the song. Yeah, right. like, you you got it for dramatic effect. <laughs> you got. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand, Mike. Mike sucks. Why did why is everyone want to date Mike? No oh. one does, and his whole shtick about how like when he's but he's everyone does. since he saw he saw a a mute. A mute girl in a mute girl in the middle of the woods, and he said he was in love with her, and then kind of like he was like eleven, and and also You're in like love kept with her, like Legos at eleven, kept her girls. in hiding. We're boys. Eleven. He kept like he kept like a mute girl in hiding who had like the social <laughs> skills of a three year old, and that's who he was in love with. For the second he saw her, look, man, the kid plays D and D. How is Will? How is Will in love with Mike? That that's my big question for this season. Why did the Duffer Will could do think so that much that better? Cut was necessary. That's one of that's one of my cons, by the way. That fucking bowl cut. The bowl cut. Yeah, should we, Will do, could should we do, do that. Will, Will, Will could definitely do better. We could be the Stranger Things kids for Halloween. We could. No, I'm not being. You're. I know you're already trying to give me Dustin. Get fucked. You, you're Dustin. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, absolutely lost. I'm Will, though. I'm not putting on fake gums. Oh, I'm Lucas? Absolutely, you're Lucas. You're, you're Lucas, dude. <laughs> or Do- Dr. Brenner could be could be Lucas. You're uh, Raph's, Raph's Mike. You're Lucas. Sean's Brenner. 11. Brenner is Lucas. <laughs> Three cats is 11. And I guess that's <laughs> oh. Nah, I'm Steve. Zack uh, Snyder is uh, is Mike. I think the that's real one. Duffer cut. Yeah. Duffer cut. That's a, um, the Duffer cut is us in the show. <laughs> um, Jesus. I did want to say that I I do appreciate this show's commitment to uh, to diversity and inclusion, but. I do also think that there are far too many black people in Hawkins, considering the amount of weird supernatural things that have happened in that town. I think good, good point. 80% of the black people who are living there would have been like, hey, let's get the fuck out of this place. We're not going to stick around for this crazy ass shit. Like, we'll let these white people deal with it. But Lucas's family would have been gone after season one. So, so here's, here's the thing. And this is literally the last scene of this season. They once again are like, nobody knows what's going on. It was just a horrible earthquake. But then our main characters walk into a field and 
there's just a giant gaping red <clears throat> hole in the earth and nobody's well, yeah i know yeah, I, I, got, I had you in the that. first half <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> Um, and nobody knows what's going on. Here's the thing that fucking pisses me off. They're taking a, a they're, it's a big cop out because season five, there's a time jump. Uh huh. There's going to be a time jump at the start of Wait, season no, five. No, that's so like be a in the theory. Action. You don't know that. No, they've said this. They confirmed no, they this. Yes, they did. I just, I fucking read about it. There, there was an interview that's and they were like, Reddit? no, not on Reddit. It was, uh, I don't know. Some the, the Duffer brothers, dude. I don't know. They tweeted it. I don't fucking know. Duffer fucking. Yeah, the Duffer jump. <laughs> Duffer jump. But it's going to start a few years in the future, and they're like mid-battle in Hawkins. And it's like, what? What? Yeah, that sounds whack as hell. I personally thought this... <laughs> they said, I'm sure I we thought, will do a time jump. And that was like... That's cool. Well, the kids June are also going to be like 45 when they start filming season five, so like it'll be weird to have them still playing 10th graders. Um I personally thought that I thought volume one worked really well as like its own standalone season. Um, and the way that it ended with like that, just like 10 minute exposition dump was, was pretty cool and it, it would have been a good ending place. And then instead of doing volume two, you could have just stretched that out into a fully developed like fifth and final season. And it would have made perfect sense for like where all the sort of storylines like were leading up and, and kind of where they left off at the end of volume one. But instead we get like a four and a, four and a half hours for volume two. That kind of just feels like a wet fart of a, of an epilogue to like what was otherwise a pretty good season. I, I, I agree. I, I, I actually loved volume one. Um, and I think that it did a very good job of setting up a lot of things. And what's, uh, what's bizarre about it is there are certain like the the California plot with Will and Mike and Jonathan and Argyle and Eleven uh, really is drawn out. The Russia plot with with Hopper and Winona Ryder is really drawn out, and like the majority of the action is like Three Cats says with probably the main group, the main plot line in Hawkins itself. And then for the volume two, it's like everything happens so quickly. Uh, and also not that much happens as well. It's very strange. The finale is two and a half hours, and I honestly don't remember what happened in it. Yeah, It was the most uneventful two and a half hours I've ever experienced. Yeah, and people have just said. gone mad with power, with run times. And like, I'll allow it in movies like RRR, like three and a half, it's three hours long, but like, you know, it's a single sit down movie. When you tell me that an episode of television is two and a half hours and I've got to watch multiple episodes of television. God, what the hell are we doing? I'm not going to sit here and watch all that. It took me like three days to get through volume two, just because I, I couldn't. I don't understand. Like there's like a, a big sort of movement in, in, media consumption where folks are like, oh, the Irishman is three hours long. Like I can't sit down and watch all of that, but we'll be totally okay with watching four hours of volume two of stranger things, including a two and a half hour episode. It's one episode of Seinfeld away from being just as long as the Irishman or RRR. 
and not nearly as good as either. I like that metric of using that is a good length unit of measure. It's a very yeah. American unit of measure. One Seinfeld away. <laughs> um, but well, like it's I'll be it's there a, in two Seinfelds. But like it's a TV <laughs> show, right? So and it's running about half a Seinfeld late. And the volumes all drop at once. So like, why isn't the finale, which is almost three episodes long, why isn't it just three episodes more fully fleshed out? It, like, that doesn't make sense. It's, it's uh, Banana, I think we were talking about this. It's all like a marketing thing, right? That's why they cut it in half, and that's why they spread it out more than four weeks apart, because A, it builds hype. The hype doesn't die. Cast members have actually said this. And B, you have to subscribe for more than one month. There are people who resubscribe to Netflix just to watch Stranger Things. They had to subscribe for two months because it split yeah. up like that. Was season three? Season three was pre-pandemic. Yes, yeah. it was. That's actually crazy. But I'm sure, like, what they've—I feel like what they accounted for was like we can basically put out the season, like most of the season, and then let it simmer on TikTok for a month. And just like let them let the show market itself, basically. Let, let the talk have it for a while. And Instagram, yeah. like, and Twitter, just let social media. Like, they don't even have. They didn't even put a cent into any like additional marketing beyond it just having been on Netflix, and people just did all the marketing for them. <clears throat> and then they just and they're like, okay, now here's the last two. But I think it was it's weird to me that like it's just I feel like the last episode was two and a half hours just because they wanted that to be a PR headline, which I think is so strange. Do you Earth think things. that uh, do you think that uh, the actor who played Will beefing with Doja Cat is part of the viral marketing? Nah. I'm not familiar with this news. I at didn't all. I didn't know that oh, there really? was beef Every, everything Cat I know about that whole thing, I know against my will. <laughs> it's 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 really weird. Ah, against your will. It's really strange. Yeah. Big pun it's, episode. It's, it's, <clears throat> it is really weird. It's basically Doja Cat hit up Doja Cat tweeted that the guy who plays Eddie is like really attractive. She's like, he's fine as hell. And then everyone was like Everyone was like, go people off, were, go off, Doja, go people off. People were also roasting her, saying, that motherfucker with the Spanish conquistador face. Which, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a clean shot. Rise, Chrissy, rise. <laughs> um, but okay, then, we're, we're, but then we're, wait, hold on. Yeah, then go ahead, go ahead. Doja yeah, Cat let's let's catch up, up on no, the beef. Doja Cat hit, Instagram messaged Noah Schnapp, who plays Will. And he was like, "Yo, is is Eddie single?" Blah, blah. And he was like, "She was like, slide into his DMs." And he was like, "I don't know his." She was like, "I don't know his gram. I don't know his Twitter. Like, does he? Does he doesn't have one?" And she was like, "Does he have a girlfriend?" Blah, blah blah. And then he put that on TikTok, and and she was like, "He." She called him a snake. <laughs> but then everyone's like, "Dude, you hit up a seventeen-year-old kid asking him." To- <laughs> And the man has a very public Instagram. This is also the most depressing conversation between four 30-year-old men I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Doja Cat brought back the Mexican pizza. I'm all in. Did Really? Bro, I'm so lost on so many different levels. During what? her Coachella set, she, she literally, in the middle of the song, went, I brought back the Mexican pizza, by the way. Did she, did Speaking she really, of pizza, or did she just claim it? No, she did. It was a big Taco Bell marketing campaign. Okay. 
There's a yeah. pizza time drop in uh, in episode four that then leads into a one take shootout inside of Joyce's home. That's going to be yes. funny when she returns Yo. in season five and realizes blood that her and a dead body. <laughs> There's decomposing. There's a man decomposing. That should have been the second. That should that should have been the second post credit scene. Pro. That been the second post credit scene. Her walking into her house and going, "What the hell? <laughs> what the? F-? But it cuts when it she says, "Yeah, what the." And then it goes, Joyce Breyers will return. <laughs> Pro, aside from one of them eventually being a narc, those two FBI guys babysitting the California crew, badasses. That gunfight was awesome. And out of nowhere. It was awesome. Yeah, that was very surprising when all of a sudden people were getting very murdered. Yeah. Especially because it started with a pizza time reference. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that was intentional? Do you think they th- think about Spider-Man 2 when they wrote that line? <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope someone out there is thinking about pizza time as much as the four of us think about pizza time. Yeah, every day. The thing that's um, crazy <laughs> to me, like, that, that I actually thought about this over the last few days, is that, like, Stranger Things... I actually... I wanted to look up the budget of Stranger Things versus Obi-Wan versus The Boys. Because... I watched Obi-Wan while I was watching The Boys, which just finished on Friday. And then I watched Stranger Things, which just finished, whatever, a week or two ago. And all I could think about was how like mu- how much better some of the action sequences and stuff were in The Boys and Stranger Things versus Obi-Wan. Which should have had the biggest budget out of those three, in my mind. I could be wrong. But like, I couldn't get over it. Like, how, biggest, like, it's got the biggest budget, but because it's Disney, it also has the most red tape. Um, I, I guess, but like I, I don't so think red tape, red tape shouldn't like impact like. It, sh- uh, it shouldn't. What's it his does. name? Ewan McGregor standing there with a green pole on a soundstage, you, you running around like he's Harrison when, Ford in the last movie he was in. When they're choreographing those fights, they're like, okay, well, it can't be too violent. It can't. We can't have somebody be too. Even though Anakin gets his, you know, limbs chopped off and gets tossed in lava, they're very image conscious about this whole thing. What is what is that uh, the the the, <laughs> the Harrison Ford interaction where someone's like, "Oh, is uh, is Han Solo a Force ghost?" As <laughs> Skywalker, I don't know what the fuck Force ghost. <laughs> There's a great clip of Harrison Ford. I think it's like David Blaine or somebody doing magic. Like, yeah, it is. It's, I know it's David Blaine. Yeah, he picks a card. He cuts an orange in half, and his card is inside the orange and. Harrison Ford looks at the card and looks at him and just goes, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite clips on the internet. But I think that's a pro for me to Stranger Things is that like Stranger Things and the boys and like there's just some shows, Stranger Things obviously being one of them where it's like they're able to just make things look good with what they have. Like they they were, you know what I mean? Like they, they were much like smaller action sequences and they just were able to make them look great in general like they were cool they were exciting they were entertaining the the shootout scene like that looked great that felt real it was intense i don't know why we don't talk about disney plus but i think it's a credit to stranger things that they're able to pull these things off and then something like disney plus is just it just pulls it just reveals the mediocrity to me even more. I, I think what you're recognizing is that regardless of, of what we think about 
the actual plot and narrative and where things end up and whatever our qualms may be with that. And I, I'm sure we have those and we'll get into that. But the truth is, is that I do think Stranger Things, particularly season four, is very well made. Um, I think that the creativity shows, I think that it's clear that Netflix, as most studios should do, hire people to create something and then trust those people to do what it is they envision. Whether that ends up being good or not, that's up for debate. The issue, I think, with comparing it with Obi-Wan is that, like you said, there is a sense of red tape about it, not only in the fact that it takes place in the middle of two movies that already exist, and so there are canonical things that they have to abide by, but they're just, it's so clear that the choices that are being made are in the idea and like brainstorming sessions of, well, how do we appeal and make as happy as many people as possible? And the saying goes is that when you try to create something to appease as many people as possible, you're not, you're you're, like, nobody's going to be happy. Um, and, And so, you know, you end up with a very sort of laboratory feeling television show like with obi-wan whereas like with this it's like you know it is cookie cutter in its own way and it's formulaic based off what we've seen from the first three seasons but you know it is two guys who have an idea and a vision and they execute it based on how they want and it just looks good in individual moments it just looks good it doesn't look cheap the acting is not bad like the sequences are exciting it's, a, it's just I'm happy that there's certain shows that are still able to do it. I gotta cancel my fucking Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> I uh, I think I raised this point in our group text, but I just find it so goddamn funny that the Duffer Brothers spent seasons one through three writing an arc where Nancy is interested in Steve. She breaks up with him to get with Jonathan, who's like the non-typical, he's not like the hot popular kid. They get together. And then those two started dating in real life. The Duffer brothers looked at him and went, hmm, yuck. And then just brought Steve right back into the fold. That is genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever seen a showrunner do. Maybe there'll be a thruple by the end. Oh, maybe. I'm into it. Maybe they'll get Barb in there. Double into it. Every season they talk about Barb. I am so sick of Barb. It reminds me of uh, the end of episode four, I guess, or five of Obi-Wan, where everyone's like, where's Wade? (laughs) (laughs) Where's Wade? Who's Wade? (laughs) Yeah, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Or else Elena Cardenas will have died for nothing. Can we uh can we take a second to talk about whoever did the captions for the show being yes. completely and fully in their bag? Oh. Just <laughs> horny long tentacles flop wetly. <laughs> Demogorgon feeds wetly. <laughs> That's an actual it. line from the caption. Wetness it grows is. louder. <laughs> There, there's a there are a lot of different ways for that that they chose to describe the music, and instead of just saying like the music plays, it would be something along the lines of like pensive synth grows more ominous. 
were like, <laughs> I think I, I think I wrote some more down. Um, ten cent music continues. Also, <laughs> Just, like, why the theme song slaps? It's so well written. When I originally watched the show when it first came out back in 2016 or whatever, the the theme song is amazing. I agree. It's unbelievable. And the fucking font of yeah, the actual yeah. title is sick. Yeah. I may go back and watch season one just to see how much like tighter of a show it is by comparison. Um, because every plot line in that, all the BNC plots, there was a reason for all of, like, really, uh, there was no fat on the show. And the show, the whole Russia plot felt like an excuse to, A, give the guy who played Jack and Hagar in Game of Thrones some work, which I'm happy about. Good for him. Get work, buddy. And B, have a scene where Winona Ryder starts stripping down and everybody can be horny. Um, uh, dude, uh, please don't. That criticism's, like, not that good. You can, you can Wait, which right. episode is that in? I may have missed it. <laughs> huh? We're all cool which with that scene. Is that in? Oh no! <laughs> Look, great scene, but pro uh, David which... Harbor. Mm. Totally. Dude, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um, like the adults in this cast are say for it, the King. most part like really, really attractive. I think Eddie is attractive. I think Hopper Murray. is attractive. Joyce. Well, Murray's the only one. Joe he still, to me, just looks like decoy uh, Paul Giamatti. Joe Keery? <laughs> He'll n- Joe Murray, Keery, I have Hot. so much trouble Eddie not Hot. seeing the Murray and Billy his Hot. role from uh, the other guys. Oh, yeah. He is but, forever. Dude, Murray, Murray's I've freaking been... the sheets, boy. You already know what okay. it is. You don't remember? Dude, Murray is the guy from Step Brothers who goes, pew, pew, pew. The other guys. Arnie, oh, oh, the other guys. That's right. Yeah. Arnie Palmy alert. <laughs> But I also That's think, me. just in general, I think the cat like they they knock the ball out of the ballpark f- for casting every time. Like all the kids are perfect. I think the uh, I think the little Ranga girl is probably going to be the most famous out of all of them. I think she's like a Who? phenomenal actor. The the little Max. redheaded. Oh, Max, oh yeah, um, yeah. She, apparently, so I just read she was uh, Annie on Broadway before this. Oh, what? she's like very talented. Yeah, oh, she's. She, she, I think she's Taylor the most talented out of all of them. There, there are rumors that that's the reason why she's brain dead at the end is because they're not sure how much they're actually going to be able to film with her because she's oh. getting so many movie deals. <laughs> I th- oh, wow. the reason she was brain dead was because she was in that Taylor Swift music video. The Duffer Brothers just hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> First of all, the girl she's she's twenty years old, which is wild. But um, she also has a very famous person name. Like she's when you have a name like this, it's born to you're just born to be famous. Her name. What's her name? Sa- Sadie Sink. Yeah, alliteration. That's good. <laughs> that's that's an awesome name. She sound, kind of sounds like she should be a, a rock star. Yeah, yeah. She maybe she will be. It, it's a dangerous road <laughs> with alliteration because you either you either go like really famous rock movie star or like stripper very quickly or like both. You could, who who went stripper? Oh, no. <laughs> that, Eddie, Eddie, dude. <laughs> I would watch no. Eddie strip. Oh yeah, without should question. We hire him? Should we? Should we hire him? Was that the question? I also thought about rewatching season one while watching season four. <laughs> that, that's always great when you're watching something and you're like, hmm, maybe I should watch it when it was good. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, oh yeah, I think for the for the most part, like I still really dug this this season. Um, there's like a reason why Stranger Things is one of the most popular TV shows of all time, and probably the most popular and biggest show that Netflix has ever put out. Um, and obviously it's going to be really hard for them to recapture the magic of season one because it's one of the best single seasons of television ever. Um, I would say in terms of like mini series and like a self-contained story, I would probably put stranger things season one as at the top of the list. It might, it might be number one for me. I watched the entire season in a single day. Um, started at like 11 AM finished at like midnight. Um, but I think for the, for the most part, like even when the show has dipped, um, are you guys like texting on the side? I don't like the body language that I'm seeing on this, no, it's this, only this. call right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all it. like, <laughs> listen, to <this> fucking <laughs> listen to this nerd. <laughs> we're all judging your opinions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I, it's all to say I enjoyed season four. I still think a, a crappier season of stranger things is going to be more enjoyable than, most other things that I'm going to watch on TV. So like, I'm always down for it. Sure. I, yeah. I agree. I over, overall, I did enjoy season four. Um, I wonder, I watched some bits of season one after this was over, just for like, we're all saying for like comparison reasons. Um, and it is very good, but you, you can recognize, and, and they say this in their interviews too. You can recognize where there are constraints uh, budget-wise, because the show obviously wasn't what it was when they were first creating it. Um, and that always makes me think like, oh, the the OG Star Wars or the OG Indiana Jones or the, the OG Stranger Things or whatever, or the OG Star Trek. Like, people look back so fondly on these things, and I wonder if it's because because money is not thrown at something you have to be creative and you, you have to really think about what it is you're doing. Um, and it, it, I think it's like the Tarantino effect too, where it's like you, you have an editor who knows how to edit you down before people are just like throwing money and like doing whatever you want. And those constraints do help focus something. Um, sure. So I wonder if that's why we feel how we do about uh, season one. Not to say that as a result, season four is not good because I think the majority of it is is very good. Uh, we can get into our, our issues with it uh, in a moment here, but most of my issues are primarily with where it ends. Have we not been getting into our issues with it? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a fair <laughs> point. Uh, we have said a lot of negatives. <laughs> <laughs> now let me I tell you what I really think about this show. <clears throat> I think what you're saying like uh, about season one being really tight and like, the B and C plots of this season before three, three cats was that uh, like, I actually liked the B and C plots that happened, but they just could have been way shorter. And then you could have had not hour and a half long episodes. Like they were just so drawn out. The, I, the I really liked subplot. the Russian plot. I liked it. It's just, oh, it I despised so it. It Why? could have been 10 minutes across the entire season. Of- well, okay. But what if it was 10 minutes, then would you have liked it? I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have thought about it as much because I wasn't watching as That's much of, of, of Murray doing karate on a plane with a, with a Russian that dude. Was, dude, that was <laughs> sick as hell. Yo, he's like... 
Yeah, Mar- no, but Murray. it's but it's also tough when you're really enjoying the a plot of what's going on, you know, in and they Hawkins, keep cutting. and th- and then it cuts to to Yuri like telling another bad joke. Like I just I didn't need it in the moments when it came. It always felt like it was pulling me away from the parts of news, the show that news I was flash. actually enjoying. Newsflash, Yuri's a fan favorite, my guy. Going to be a lot of Yuri in, in season five. A lot, Yuri, a lot of Yuri. There's going to be a Yuri Argyle subplot. I it's, my, here's it's my actually thing with Argyle. I think Ar- I think Argyle is not in the show. I think Argyle is like being overvalued. I don't think people like Argyle as much as they say. Or uh, I think people. I think he's people a, are like thinking that he's loved more than he is. I think it's a me- fine medium. comedic bit, but they are going to run that into the ground. I yes. can already see the signs of them. They already yes. did. Yeah, they, they 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 doubled down on it really hard. Uh, in volume, there are too many two. characters. There are okay. Thank okay. Here's the thing. There are too many we, characters. We've, some of us have discussed. This. <laughs> Somebody's got to say it. So yeah, it's about time. <laughs> you know what? About I'm time to say ball it. drop, baby. <laughs> we we discussed this off po- off mic. Local podcast drops bomb on <laughs> Stranger Things community. <laughs> when you introduce Just new the characters, mic for that really adds something. <laughs> when when you introduce new characters, that's great. Any show that goes on for a long enough period of time has to do that. It keeps things fresh. It keeps things exciting. We meet new people. The new people have new perspectives. They interact with the established cast. That's great. That's TV writing 101. Uh, when you create the new character to then die off at the end of a season, sometimes that makes sense. Sometimes it's it ends up being done because it's formulaic and it's, oh, it's easy because we retain the main cast. Eddie who I think everybody unanimously really enjoyed. It was a great performance. It was a fun character. It was the driving plot of the A plot. Oh, this guy is wrongly convicted of of killing the first murder in Hawkins. You kill him off, and then the the A, the drama is gone. Now they don't have to resolve that because he's dead and he's missing or whatever. So who really killed this girl? Oh, nobody knows. He's missing. Uh, B... Uh, it's a character that, and I think a, a, a number of us have talked about this off screen and off mic, is that the character still had a lot to give, I think, and room to grow. Um, yeah. And it's a safe bet. It's a safe choice creatively because it's a new character. And they, I think they're afraid to kill off cast members who have been there since the first season uh, because, like, oh, they're fan favorites. Everybody loves them. People tune in for them. But that adds drama and that adds stakes. And when you end up 11 hours later in a fourth season when the second volume is being marketed as this big event where nobody's safe, shit's about to hit the fan, and even one of the OG cast who didn't even show up till season two gets fucked up but then is like still alive because of the power of love. I think she I was feel... season three, actually. Is she season three? I think so. Oh. Who? Who's Max. Max. I thought Max and Billy She's were season shows. three. She is season three. Yeah. No, no, no. They're season. Max is season two. Max is definitely season two. Uh, I don't. I'm assuming Billy is two. I don't. I haven't seen season two in some time. But I I rewatched season three before uh, <laughs> season four, and Max and Billy are just there. There's no like, hi, this is Max, which there is a scene of her being introduced to the class, and that's not in season three. It's it's established. Hmm. Uh, so she shows up in two, but it's like even a character who isn't even there from the beginning, who's like kind of now OG, they still don't commit to to killing. 
Um, it's just like, oh, she's brain dead. She'll be back. We know she'll be back because there's the whole talk of like, oh, when Vecna kills, he absorbs the essence. When Eleven ultimately kills Vecna in season five, Max will be resurrected. She will be fine. She also, might need a cane, but whatever. Somebody else needs to say this too. Is Vecna a bitch? Vecna. The Vecna, second ball has dropped. Vecna is. You'll never guess what they said next. An interdimensional demon has a girl strung up by wetly sloshing vines in his clock tower. And then Max just pulls like the out that one of that, that's what the that's what the closed caption said. I didn't make it up. The Duffer Brothers take your issue <laughs> up with them. He Max just pulls out one of his neck tendons and makes a break for it, and he just lets uh, okay. her get away. And also the 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 the, the, the plot hole in that point was this: four seconds before that, both of her hands were completely tied to the whatever she was being held down to. Then all of a sudden, by, that hand was free by wetly sloshing vines. Maybe because they were wet, she just slipped right out. No, Kate Bush yeah. grew louder, dude. Oh, that's true. So she got stronger? Yeah. Ominous synth grows more Kate Bush-like. <laughs> <laughs> I will... Okay, I will say... My favorite sequence... And this is before I saw Volume 2 and knew how it ended up. I, I do have an issue with character death fakeouts. I think it's exciting when it's done well. Um... And I really was like, I was, I, I was at the edge of my seat when she's sprinting out of the upside down to running up that hill. I thought that was an amazing sequence. I thought visually it was fantastic. I thought it was very exciting. And then she survives. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, but then <laughs> you said they, that? I, uh, I thought it. Whoa, it's amazing. <laughs> Whoa, this is unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I, I was. I, I, I loved that sequence. I thought it was so well done. I thought it was very much in the vein of the show and what they're about. And it encompassed, like, you know, they're, they're all about uh, mu music and, and exciting sequences. And I was like, this, this is great. Um, and she survives, and that's amazing. And then it's kind of undermined when her sacrifice isn't really a sacrifice. And, yes, she gets fucked up. But she survives, but also like doesn't sort of doesn't survive, and then yeah. it, it just like muddies it, you know. Well, I have, I have a question about that because doesn't her getting sort of yeeted open up the fourth gate? So yeah. it would have made sense. It would have made sense for multiple reasons in the plot for her to die. Like one, because it opens up the fourth gate, and two, just because. Like the other three characters that get yeeted by Vecna are people who are introduced for one episode and then die at the end of the episode. So, like, in order to feel the stakes of how dangerous Vecna actually is, like, let's kill off someone who means a bit more and has fought back against him to really show, like, how much of a big bad he is. And then he opens up the gates and then that sets up everything for season five. So, there are like multiple reasons why it, it's a weird cop out. To, to not fully go there at, with that character at the end. One of the OG cast members needed to die. Preferably Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> um, and, they, and they didn't. I thought, as much as everybody loves Steve, I he thought... He looks like a it, busted Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Finn? Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, he does. A sickly child king. Uh, he, That's local in right podcast. Now, <laughs> the third ball. 
Wait till you hear the fourth. <laughs> Kill Steve. You, we, we. His character arc is complete. They're saving it for the last season. That's oh. all they're doing. Uh, that's I I I think I really hope Nancy. I think he and Nancy are gonna fucking end up together. At can't wait end. for the closed captions on that. I, oh. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a different. I had a different prediction. Um, I think I think Nancy kind of makes more sense as a character to to go in the fifth season. Oh God, I hope. I think sort of where she's. Oh wow! Um, I didn't ah, realize that her. we felt that way about her. Okay. Eh, was she following clues? Eh, fuck you. Yeah, she's a little Nancy Drew. Nancy eh. Drew. Nancy Drew boy. Um, it, it is weird that it is weird that Vecna chooses her to um to like send the message through. So I feel like they're maybe setting her up to be because I guess Vecna has this sort of like unholy trinity thing going on where he's Vecna and one and Henry. So we need Eleven to have her like the flip side of that, her own Holy Trinity. So why I feel like he... Nancy and Eleven are kind of like connected in, in a weird way. Why did Vecna need four gates? I haven't fully put together gates? this theory yet. Yeah, I don't know about the... Why couldn't he just open a gate? Is, apparently season five just is a bigger gonna, gate. Like, go deep onto like all like the actual upside down itself and like whatever, what, what it is. And... When Vecna and Eleven are fighting, are they in a double upside down? Because I yes. thought the blue thing was the upside down, and then the red is like the upside down of the upside down. They did they did an Inception thing, and I think they actually commented on it. He's like, "Oh, memory within a memory." Just Gordon Yeah, it literally was an Inception thing. It was Wait, like a memory. What do you mean the memory. red is the upside down of the upside down? That's just the upside right. No, no. So you know right how side when up, I mean. The far side right. This is two lefts down. Two lefts down <laughs> under and it's on top. Um no, but when the kids are in the upside down, it, it's it's all that blue stuff. Hello, Mrs. Katz. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. You can Mrs. Katz, would you love to come give us your 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 you three sentence uh feelings on season four of Stranger Things? Uh, they needed to trim the fat. There was a lot of bad plot, extra plot. Should have killed David Harbour last season. And, um, Robin is queen. That's it. Very well said. The fourth ball just dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Robin, if they kill Robin, I will personally kill the Duffer Brothers. (laughs) Myself. Damn. Yeah. Woman lie. convicted of attempted. <laughs> you heard it here. The fourth ball is a threat. <laughs> um, it's cool. If she does it in front of the Hawkins PD, it, it won't matter. No one will stop her. They're because... completely. Uh, yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, also, like you know, like in all these movies and TV okay. shows, like people slash tires, and then like the car's inoperable. You can still drive a car with a slash tire. The, the Hawkins PD just couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> Have you had your tire slashed? No. BRB. <laughs> um, Benson voice. There was one more uh, hot take I wanted to get off my chest, but I'm going to get it off. Get... 
I I didn't love the way that uh that Dr. Brenner died. And well, when I say I didn't love the way, I mean I hated that whack ass Jesus pose that he did. Yeah. Because why is he But well, here's the thing. I guess if we're setting up holy trinities, I guess in a way for eleven, her holy trinity could be her as like Jesus and then Dr. Brenner as like a god figure, even though he was the one in the Jesus pose. Also, I'm still trying Dr. to figure out how Nancy fits into this. I'm still trying to figure out how the bullet missed Eleven if he was carrying her up against his chest and got hit by a military-grade sniper rifle in the sternum. There's an exit wound on his chest. He was holding her right there. Yo, chill. The wind. It's the power of wind love, Wind took dude. it. Gripes. Love Gripes. is the fifth dimension. Brenner already died. They bring him back. He dies again. That's why the death is pointless. Fucking. Were you guys bigger Did he fans? Already die? In the season one, he gets attacked by a demogorgon. Does he? Who, no, Dr. Brenner? Yes, he does. Early on, yes. That's oh, why he has I, a little scar on his face. I thought he was fine. I when he showed up, when he like showed up in the season, I was like, oh okay, he's here he is. No, dude. It was another death fake out. Anyway, what, what was our uh what was the more <laughs> more favorite sequence? Running up that hill or uh, Master Puppets? Master of Puppets was pretty good. <laughs> Master of Puppets I was think... pretty good, but it definitely didn't need the voiceover of Vecna going, where are you going, Max? <laughs> because there was that line was said so many times that at a certain point I was just like, shut the fuck up! Also, like, the fourth kill could have been Nancy, right? Could, why could why wasn't it just Nancy? Why did he, he need Nancy? four kills to open it? Why couldn't he just open a gate? Who who told him? Four horsemen of the yeah, season five. Yeah, the upside down runs off of biblical four, metaphor. Four gates, four seasons, four dude. Clocks, I'm telling you, four. Look out for these trinities. Plus one, four, four, four limbs. Vecna's walking around the upside down, and the demogorgon's like, "I don't know what to tell you, dude." That's the Bible. So he is the mind flare, right? He like he yes, finds this dust. He finds this dust and then he controls the dust and morphs it into a spider because he likes spiders. He fucks the dust, uh, and 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 mm-hmm. and he is the dust and he is the mind flare spider because he likes spiders because he found spiders in the attic of the house where he killed his family. Let it bite uh, a couple times. Uh, spiders. That's an absurd spiders. sentence. Or he murdered really his father. Actually... Everybody in his family except his father, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> There's actually some really interesting things people pointed out online, which like uh like when season three when Billy gets possessed, he people re- like went back and watched season three and they realized that like it is very directly Vecna like possessing him because there's like a lot of scenes where he's like when he's fully taken over, he's like folding his hands, like how number one and like how Vecna would do like in the um whatever the institution and like he would like hit the way he talks becomes very the cadence of how he talks becomes almost exactly like how the actor is talking when he's like number one it's actually uh pretty interesting well he also says like it's all very specifically directed towards 11 we're building it for you yeah exactly uh yeah also why did they ever explain why dr brenner would keep such a horrifically dangerous person 
in charge of children with just a little chip in his neck that he probably could have gotten out himself. Yeah, like, why did he need to use her? Like, just get a scissors, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, what... What was the what was the benefit of keeping him alive if you know that he has a penchant for breaking all of people's limbs and then punching their eyeballs in? If if I met anybody who that was their mo, I'd be like, mm. I'm not I'm not saying it's a strong reasoning, but they attempt to do it when Eleven's like, you even still you still care for Henry? And he's like, I love all my children. Or whatever, which is a weird, which is a, a weird thing to say. Uh, but wasn't uh, he an exorcism doctor at first? Which is that kind of what they? No, it, well, he like shows up to do an exorcism, and then that's when Henry eats his family. Oh, interesting. And then that's he's, he's yeah, I, I'm pretty that. sure that's the vibe. He's it's he. It's gonna look real weird. What Henry's on doing is. Yeah, it's a really weird resume. But when Henry's talking about his, uh, when he's doing his exposition dump, he says they brought in a doctor to cure him. And I assume that it was that they were doing some sort of exorcism on him. Um, and then when he wakes up from his coma, he says the same doctor is there. So really, Dr. Brenner, which will always be funny, um, was never actually going to do the exorcism. He was always just interested in studying this little dude to like, get his powers. I, I don't get it. I don't know. I'm gonna go eat some dinner. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna go eat some. That's kebab. that's fine. Well, yes. Uh, three cats. You have to depart. Uh, you have a uh, something you must do before we wrap. That's fine. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Three cats. Right. Where can where can the listeners at home find you? <laughs> yeah, well, if they want to find me, they're gonna have to figure that out on them on their own. That's... <laughs> Catch my boy in the upside down. <laughs> Number three, cats. <laughs> <laughs> three cats, thank you for joining us. Enjoy your dinner. Thanks. We'll catch you next time. We'll catch you next year for the season five wrap-up. Uh, it's 2024, two years from now. Shit. I can't wait to talk about Doja Cat in 2024. <laughs> I hope she brings back more Taco Bell. What is missing? What else could be brought back? Um, Nacho fries? Yeah. <sighs> I had and, he's, and, and the three cats are gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are Raph. You're still here. I'm still here. Banana. You're still here. Uh, is there, any, what else do we got? Is there anything else we'd like to uh, discuss about season four of stranger things? I guess just like uh, the first volume one. I, I loved, I thought it was fantastic. And then two, they backpedal on everything they set up. Carrot on a stick, pulled the carrot back, and now we got to wait for five. It, it yes, I I agree. I think that probably, in spite of a very well made and exciting overall season, that the biggest detriments to it were that they didn't really commit to the things they set up, and the stakes they set up, and the dangers they set up. And ultimately, what felt like uh, a very deliberate and exciting high stakes buildup just amounted to uh, what felt like uh, an episodic continuation where it's like you'll have to tune in for the real finale. 
uh, which which would have still been fine if the meat of volume two really committed to uh, some serious implications in terms of losing characters and where we end up. Yeah. This is why everybody should go watch The Boys. I'm intending to. It's actually next on my list. Oh, Raphael. Ooh. We gotta get that episode done, boy. What about him? Gotta watch the boys. Um, sure. <laughs> there we go. Everybody binge the boys this week. <laughs> that's that's our conclusion for Stranger Things. Everyone watch the boys. <laughs> um, in terms of final thoughts, let's go around the room. Let's uh. What, how would you rate the season, I guess, out of five? Would you recommend the season? How would you rate it against the other seasons? It's got to be out of four because that's what Vecna would do. Okay. Rate it out of four. Would you recommend it? How does it rate compared to the other seasons? What's the ranking? Let's hear it. Should I go first? Sure. My season order is one, four, three, two. And I think three is miles, like miles apart from two. Two is like almost feels like a different show. It's so bad. But um, what happens in two? I don't remember exa- two at exactly. All. It's when she goes to like Detroit and finds number eight, and like that whole punk. Oh, crawl. bitching. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Such a weird like. I don't know what they were trying to do. It was really strange. Ooh. Is that when? Uh, is that when Will draws the the mind flayer? That is the mind. Uh, he, I think he draws the mind, the mind flare, flare at the end him. of one. The mind flare infects him in two, and the whole season it is the exorcism no, of the mind flare. I think well. it infects him in season one. Yeah, because like he's puking up that slug at the end of season one. Yeah, well, he yeah. gets lost in season one. Season one is just bringing him back. Oh, yeah, why did he puke up the slug? Because he's he's infected, so they exercise him in two, and then three is when Billy is boning all the moms, uh, and then dies yeah. at the mall, and then, and then four. Yeah, so I think it's one, four, three, two, out of a four. I guess I would say a three. Um, and honestly, it stinks because like the last two episodes, I feel like I honestly kind of feel like because of the way they ended it, season five is going to impact like the full ranking on four. Cause it's kind of, I think it's going to end up being like one continuous thing Four and five. I feel like the way they ended it, it's going to end up feeling like one giant season. So, so I guess It'll be right like now infinity wars and end game. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like that, you know, that's peak, but yeah, I'm just trying to say, <laughs> um, I don't have much to add. I agree 100% with everything you've said, banana, uh, one, four, three, three miles ahead of two. um, and 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 I would give it three out of four as well. I have nothing to add. That's exactly how I feel about it. Brad? I, I think I think they're going to bring the Detroiters into season five. Oh no! Or at least number eight. They She's might. the only other survivor because she left. That's true. Mm. How did she leave? I don't. I think I don't even think they said. I think she just like was like yeah, I dipped. <laughs> oh, she, but uh, her power is that she can make people see things. So a lot of people are like, yeah, she just fucking delusioned everybody and dipped. Apparently that that, that crew was going to be a spinoff show idea. 
and it was so ill received by the fans that they sort of ditched it. So we'll see. Supposedly there is a spinoff in the works, which I don't know how or why, but great. Raph number 12. Um, I don't think I have much, much to add on, on top of what you guys said. It's still, it's still a solid season of TV because it is stranger things. So it's probably a three out of four. I'm kind of excited for five. I'm sad that we have to wait a couple of years for it. Um, but hopefully it's tight and hopefully it wraps things up in a cool way. Um, it does feel like the Duffers are kind of listening to fans too much and um, starting to bleed into the fan service end of things where they should really just stick to whatever story it is that they want to to tell because at the end of the day, they've proved to us that they are good storytellers and, you know, whatever they, whatever direction they want to take the story in is it's probably worthwhile. And if that means like killing off some characters or taking some weird turns that maybe as fans, we wouldn't have expected or you know wanted them to go into. Um, I think that's worthwhile. So I hope that they do that for, for season five. Very well said. I just saw a meme on, I just saw a meme on Twitter where someone shrunk Vecna down that picture of him, like standing there in the red. And it just says, mom, I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we didn't do the uh the classic uh the classic question of what would your song be to to get away from Vecna. Oh, oh. that's a good one. That actually Spotify made like a thing like it would tell you, which is good solid marketing. Um I would go with Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now by the, by the Smiths. Dude, you're on, you're you're trying to be the number one Smiths fan, boy. Heaven um, knows I'm that, that's not actually my answer, but what would yours be? Uh, it would probably be "Loud Pipes" by Ratatat. Wow, it's like already a song that I use like when I'm like anxious from like work and stuff. Like I'll listen to that song and it kind of like recenters me. So mm. that would probably also get me away from a terrifying demon that wants to snap all of my limbs and push my eyeballs into the back of my head. <laughs> Some people pay extra for that. I'm trying to think of mine. I actually, I actually can't. What Rock, would, you? Uh, mine would be the, the titular song from Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of fleet street. Everybody would leave you there. <laughs> <laughs> Vecna would kill you extra fast. If you heard that song. <laughs> This is the worst song ever, and he would just <laughs> he would slit your throat like like Sweetie Todd. <laughs> Banana, what what song would you would you drum to uh, to attract and distract all the uh, upside down bats while everyone else runs away from Vecna? Um, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Is that too slow? As long as it's loud, I don't. It's it might not be metal enough. The only problem is that like my brain goes straight to Metallica, and they already did it. When they when they showed the trailer for that, I was like, oh, they're gonna do Metallica. I guess then I guess the backup would have to be like Black Sabbath. I could see some ACDC, maybe like Hell's Bells or Highway to Hell. 
or it would or it would have to be for whom the bells toll. By, that's a good that's by Metallica. A good that's a good one. That's but really would you be one. shredding or would you be on the drums? Oh, I'm, I can't shred, dude. I'm no okay, Eddie. But in in this scenario, you can shred. You're also not going to be in the upside down. <laughs> hash, hash pipe by Weezer. <laughs> the sweater song by Weezer. I would I would love a new a meme format. Oh, of, dude, Francis Farmer has it. Will have her revenge. That would be I, awesome. I would love a new meme format to uh, be created as a result of Max escaping the upside down, and it's just people. CGIing themselves running in the upside down with just ridiculous song choices. It, same thing with uh, with Eddie shredding, but yeah. it's just like I don't, it's like Island I'm, in the Sun by Weezer. I don't know why I'm, I'm stuck on Weezer right now. I'm looking at my like official Spotify Vecna playlist right now, and it, it's like Pink and White by Frank Ocean, Arabella by Arctic Monkeys, Rock You Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions. That sucks. <laughs> You've never listened to that song actively on Spotify. I don't think so. <laughs> Why did they throw it in? Because I guess maybe they just pick like one metal. I have a couple Metallica songs. Someday by Sugar Ray. That sounds good. Ain't no rest for the wicked. <laughs> Money don't grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> While you're running it through your literal life. I got bills to pay. <laughs> Mouths to feed. While you're running in slow. <laughs> that I'm is like a great seeing, song for that meme seeing, format. <laughs> seeing you guys in the portal. Money don't grow on tree. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end. And we'll just we we need to go and make that that yeah. meme happen right now. Yeah. Oh, we, think, we should I take that and just cut it to songs. That'd be actually yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's get, done it yet. I'm sure somebody hasn't. It's probably not great, but we should. Let's get our video editing department on that. You just need it. You honestly just get some green screen behind us. Just have each of us run <laughs> in front of the green screen. Just plop it in there and add the audio. You're good. You're golden. All right. So. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash no banana suits. What up? That's shout, out Nancy. Banana. Sh- shout out Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> That's where you can be found. Do you have a, a Twitter, Instagram? No banana Twitter? suits across the board. Well, I know Instagram, Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Actually, I, I want more people on Twitter. How often do you stream? Where can people catch you streaming? Wednesdays, Thursdays, 7 p.m. EST. Sometimes 8 p.m. EST. Depends on how I'm feeling. Come through. Love it. We'll see you there. Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv, baby. Banana man. Well, no banana suits. That's not. Uh, Raph. There should be a different person that they would be watching. <laughs> yes. Who are you? Where can you man. be found? Dude, I'm Raph, and I can be found on the internet talking about Stranger Things and, and other stuff. At Raph Stitt on Twitter and on Instagram. It's a good time. Follow me. Give a shout. You can also find me in some of No Banana Suits' uh, Twitch streams in the chat. It's a good time. A lot of banter. Hit us up. What about you, Mr. Uh, Kate Bush? I almost uh, I almost said my song would just be Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush, but I decided that wouldn't be funny. Uh, you, you know me. I'm, <laughs> I'm Mike. Um. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, 
Well, actually, the, the tag is not the same. You can find me on Instagram at Michael underscore Romeo underscore Rocco underscore. That's R-U-O-C-C-O. Michael Romeo Rocco underscores in between. And at the end, you can also find me on Twitter and uh, letterbox at Michael underscore Rocco. That's R-U-O-C-C-O. And you can find both Raf and myself and the podcast proper at Straight2DVDPod. That's the number two, Straight2DVDPod, on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's it, baby. That's the strangest thing. We did it. We did it. Take us out. Sing it. Sing the song. Don't hurt me. Hey, hey, oh, oh. Don't feel. Don't there you go. You do it. <laughs> oh, you know that it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Master! Master! <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Peace.